Hey guys, welcome back to Something Social Podcast. We're your hosts, the James Curls. I'm Mo. And I'm Nay. And we hope you're ready to join our conversations about dating, relationships, love, and just general adulting. For more content, event updates, or to contact us, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The James Curls. And our podcast Instagram at Something Social JC. Enjoy. Bye. Hey. Hey. Should I bring the light closer? How we look, y'all? Can you see us? Besides wrinkle. <laughs> Get room for it. Listen. I think the light's good. For me, it's good. How is it for you? Look at yourself and tell me. It's showing my wrinkles. You can't get rid of those unless you have iron. So, welcome back. Hopefully you don't hear any background noise. You might. It's a lot going on here. Anyway, so today we're going to talk about emotional intelligence, which when we were going through this, we kind of realized that we don't really have it. Yeah. We have low emotional intelligence. Our EQ is low. What does EQ stand for? Um, what does IQ stand for? What's I the Q? think I realize what IQ stands okay, for. Okay, well, the E is emotional for whatever the Q is. Do you IQ. know the Q? You don't know the Q is either? Oh, I was going to say I'm so dumb, but I'm not. Or we both are. <laughs> Our IQ is also <laughs> EQ, IQ, low. <laughs> Let me see. Intellectual qualities? No, I don't know what the Q is for. I just made that up. Look that up while we're talking. But anyway, emotional intelligence. I didn't even know it was called EQ until we were like looking up information on it. But yes, it's your EQ. And um, emotional intelligence is basically being aware of or in control of expressing one's emotions. Intelligence quotient. I think our IQ just went up. Intelligence quotient, so they're doing some dividing. <laughs> no, numbers. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because they give you a, a bunch of tests and they give you a score. Oh, yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> I don't know how they manage your emotional intelligence. I mean, how they score it. We're sleepy. Um, but anyway, emotional intelligence, being aware of or in control of expressing one's emotions and the ability to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically. And expeditiously. No, judiciously <laughs> and empathetically. Um, yeah, so basically, be in charge of your own feelings and your own emotions. Instead of being reactive, be proactive because you know the answer and you are the solution. And that's just really what, <laughs> for those of you who don't know what that's from, that's from Boo Church. That's throwback classic Boo um, from like late 2000s. <laughs> A lot of people are not gonna know what that's from. No, they're not. That's okay. But I just told them. So check out Boo yeah. Church, I guess. So basically you have the responsibility of managing your own emotions. Um, again, this is why I try to practice mindfulness because that's precisely what it teaches you 
how to control your emotions, how to recognize when you're feeling a certain way, how to recognize, identify your triggers, all of that stuff and how to deal with it. Because not only do you have to know like, oh, I'm angry. Like you have to know how to cope with being angry because you're gonna be angry. Yeah, you know, I always hear people who be like, oh, you know, I'm looking for someone who's gonna make me happy. And you know, he makes me happy and it's like, make yourself happy, how? You can make yourself happy, but you also wanna be with somebody that makes you happy. You don't wanna be with somebody who makes you sad either. Like, right. that's really, I think, what they were getting at, because... He doesn't make me sad. That's he doesn't make me sad. <laughs> There's a difference between he doesn't make me sad. Yeah, yeah. But either way, they say that with, it seems like, more intention of them placing their happiness in that person's hand, mm -hmm. when it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be what it is. So. It is. For some of us. With low EQ. <laughs> <laughs> yes um so emotionally intelligent people um handle criticism well they're open-minded they're good listeners they don't sugarcoat and they don't apologize when wrong wait what okay they, they, they do apologize when wrong oh they do okay <laughs> that was not weirdly punctuation they don't sugarcoat and they apologize on comma <laughs> do you remember when i was writing this i was ripped i was done yeah i didn't even know what you were putting <clears throat> right and i was just going and i was like yeah there was nothing it's not this complete sentences at all if this episode is weird it's her no I'm kidding <laughs> whatever just kidding so um yeah, yeah so wrinkle so creators are essential Anyway, um, knowing your emotions versus having emotions. So um, a lot of times, this is actually what I teach at school and it's surprising that I don't have a high EQ. Um, I would say mine is probably average because I, can, I can't control my, I can control my emotions for the most part. I just cry a lot, if that makes any sense. <laughs> Emotions are not go. only crying. Like when I'm angry, I'm not punching the wall or snapping on people. Yeah. Yeah. That's but I'm true. still angry. That's true. I just cry. <laughs> I mean, I think most women do. They cry when they're frustrated. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily even like I'm crying because I'm like sad or like, it's just like, I'm just angry or I'm just frustrated or I'm just upset. I'm going to cry in this moment because I have no control over it. So basically you need to be able to recognize when you're feeling a certain way. Um, and again, this is, you know, kind of what I try to teach my students, but as adults, we kind of have to figure it out too, because kids are watching how you react to everything yeah. and they're imitating it. But um, just knowing like when you feel a certain way, like sometimes people just feel something like anger and they're ready to fight or, you know, and sometimes yeah. it's warranted, but um, being able to understand the difference between just having your emotions, your, you know, ebbs and flows of emotions, and then um, being able to control them and understand like exactly how you're feeling. Yeah. When I first heard that, that saying, like, you can have, you can have emotions, but do you know your emotions or something like that? And mm -hmm. I was like, I'm like, <laughs> You just automatically assume that because I have emotions, I know my emotions. Like, no, you don't 
know your emotions so you can control your emotions. Because if you're not controlling them, then you are purposely not controlling them. And then that, that's just weird. So, <laughs> and basically that's just controlling your reaction to certain things. So yeah. your triggers or whatever it is, controlling how that reaction is. So if you know that this guy is going to get on your nerves, stop crying about it. We already know. Are you talking to me? me no, I'm just saying oh. in general, duh. I feel me too. I'm talking to myself too. I feel attacked. Talking to myself too. I'm just saying like, we think about it. Like we'll know. Like yeah. we'll go through certain things with certain people and we'll know, we'll be like, all right, he's going to aggravate me again. But yet, and still when it happens, we're all like, it's the first time happening. It's like, oh, we forgot to control our reaction to this stimuli. I do it all the <laughs> time. And then I'm like, I already knew that this is going to happen, but just listen, just hear me out. He had the audacity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, just be that listening ear because we go through it all the time. Yeah, be our listening ear. Thank you for being here. <laughs> we as in women in general, or men too, really, everybody. Or the James girls, you know, specifically. Um, <laughs> yes, low emotional intelligence is um, mostly caused by fear of judgment and rejection, mm -hmm. which can stem from like trauma and stuff like that. But that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, fear of judgment. So, you know, I don't know. There's some times where people just react crazily and they don't seem to care if they're judged. Or they just have previous trauma and that's why their emotional intelligence is yeah. low. I mean, trauma can definitely lower your emotional intelligence. Yeah. yeah, and that goes back to like the whole, they apologize when wrong and stuff like that. It's mm -hmm. like, there's some sort of insecurity that lies there with someone who's not capable of apologizing when they know they did something wrong they know something wasn't right and they have a problem still apologizing yeah but i bet so if the shoe was on the other foot then they would want the apology be like he didn't apologize oh my god like <laughs> yeah no. so in no. reading up on this we were reading about like people that feel and people that think right because usually people with high emotional intelligence are feelers and in relationships when you have a person that's a feeler and a person that's a thinker I think that's where there's sometimes conflict because I don't know if any of y'all have ever done it, but I literally broke them down <clears throat> in front of like somebody I was dating and they were looking at me like, what? I mean, yeah, and I didn't like, feel like they were, they're, yeah, they're, I didn't feel like they were so like, they're there. Are you done? But it was just like, they don't know. Maybe they're just not empathetic. Like, yeah. <laughs> but when I think about it, most men are, many men are thinkers, right? And many women are feelers. Not to say that we don't think and that men don't feel, but it's just yeah, how it is. That's how we're programmed. Mm -hmm. I think we're, I don't know. It just, when I was looking at like the definition of a thinker and the feeler, I was like, okay, so this is women and yeah. this is men. And okay, so it's like, just generally speaking, all of us, because I know I specifically am a feeler. So we communicate from our heart. From our heart. And I don't want to be like this. <laughs> <laughs> Send help. <laughs> but, and then I know like logical, like I know right. like the logical side of things. Right. I'm just emotionally driven. Yeah. I don't know how to put that. Same. 
this, that reminds me of like the distancer and pursuer that I learned in high mm-hmm. school where there's always one person that is the distancer or they're always kind of just like standoffish kind of not even necessarily standoffish they're just not the one that's like constantly in mm-hmm. pursuit and then they have the pursuer who is always like the one hitting them up or right. like hey let's hang out let's do this and once the pursuer kind of like falls off mm-hmm. and loses interest because they feel like they're not being reciprocated, then the distancer becomes a pursuer and the yeah. pursuer becomes a distancer. And it's like this constant cat and mouse game. And I could definitely see thing. that with um, feelers and thinkers because I remember there was a meme that had like a picture of a woman, like it was an, a breakup between a couple. It's like a cartoon couple. And at the top of the comic strip or whatever, the woman was like so emotional and so upset. And then by the time they got to the end, the roles had reversed. The woman was like, bye. And the men were like, please, like, come back. <laughs> so even in, in distance and pursuing, it's the same thing with their emotions are like switched. Like now the men are the emotional ones and the women are like, now that I think about it, that probably wasn't for me, bye. <laughs> yeah, but when you say the word emotional, there's such a stigma with it. It's like, mm-hmm. there's a bad stigma on both sides. It's like, well, if you go up and walk up to a random woman one day and call her emotional and she's gonna be like yeah. <laughs> um, which is a, a emotion <laughs> i mean i'm emotional somebody call me emotional i'd be like i know how do i not i know um, but it's with all your feelings i mean i'm emotional i'm a crier but it's also with like being angry being like the, all your emotions all emotions yeah and you call a man emotional and then he just wants to fight you so just call him passionate I wish men were more comfortable with their emotional side. Society won't let them. I know. Sucks. Also, the way they're raised. Also, black men. It's you know, it's just a whole other. That's a whole other episode. Black is king. Um, (laughs) Is that in Black is King? Probably somewhere. That episode's kind of long. I literally forget every episode. As soon as we wrap it up, I'm like, (laughs) what did we even say? And I'm like, what's the title of this? Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> well, yeah, go back and look at the notes. I'm like, I don't even remember this from five minutes ago. Anyway, yeah, so bad stigma on the word. I wish there wasn't because it's so dumb. I, I just feel like that concept is so juvenile. Like we're allowed to have emotions and not be like crucified about them. I well, mean, I try to teach it in school too to the young men because they boys I should say they're not young men yet but they kind of young they um like literally some of them will say like they'll be crying and like sucking it back like I can't cry and I'm like it's okay like if you are feeling angry or upset like you're allowed to you know express yourself it doesn't have to be you know and I know you know his daddy probably wouldn't want me telling him that but (laughs) you don't want to stifle their emotions I mean come on out they want to stifle their emotions no they're like, stifle your emotions, son. Yeah. And that's the problem that there are people, I mean, that's just how boys are raised and girls are raised. Girls are raised to be emotional and men are raised to be not. And that explains a lot. A lot in yeah. their adulthood and mine. Um, so yeah, um, my, 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 mom. Okay, so you go ahead and talk about the core competencies because I don't know anything about them. I'm gonna learn this too. Well, the core competencies for school counseling, um, I saw it on when I was looking up the information on emotional intelligence, and it was pretty much the same things. Um, I didn't realize where they got these core competencies from that we have to follow in school, but um, 
I guess it's just general emotional intelligence information. But there's five that we use, um, but I think they only gave us four with the emotional intelligence, but it's self-awareness, self-regulation, social awareness, and um, relationship management. So basically being aware of your surroundings and how people around you are feeling, being able to be empathetic, um, having your your own emotions regulated. I hope y'all can hear that in the background. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, having your own emotions regulated is distracting. I have ADD. Um, <laughs> being aware of your relationships with other people. <clears throat> and so it's being aware of your self, being aware of your emotions, being able to regulate your emotions, um, having awareness of people around you and having awareness of how people feel around you. And then the other one that we have for school is having, you know, making responsible decisions, which is what we try to teach the students. Um, so a lot of times, like, especially in my, you know, field of work, I see that we expect children and students to have their emotions under control. And a lot of times the teachers don't. So like students and teachers will literally be like arguing. Cause like, you know, my kids don't, they don't back down. Okay. <laughs> they will argue with you and they will win if you don't kick them out of the classroom. So, um, yeah. So I, rec I recognize that sometimes a lot of teachers, you know, don't understand that like you're combating with a child, like you need to control yourself or yeah. they're not going to control themselves. Like, it just it's the same thing work. with that um with the police where it's like um these trained individuals are allowed to you know wave a gun in our face but you know we're not allowed to have an emotional response right. to having a gun in my face right. like of course if you're like charging at me or if you're you know holding a gun in, in my face right. or trying to suffocate me or whatever the case is and I'm, I'm a civilian. I'm supposed to like mm -hmm. be able to control my emotions and you're the person that's literally trained to de-escalate the situation. Like, that's not fair. It's not fair at all. Yeah. That's the same exact thing when you talk, when you talk about that. I'm like, every time you talk about that, I'm thinking of this. It's the same thing with the police. It's like, uh, you're, you're the adult here. If you think Why are you about with a child. Exactly. Because they don't have emotions. And that's the thing, like it's, you know, I don't think like sometimes they don't have that ability to, it's like a power struggle and it's terrible. But um, I think that, you know, in general, people need to start practicing being more aware of how they feel. And especially with everything that we're going through with COVID and like, you know, a lot of us are grieving, you know, and from, from COVID or not from just random life. Um, just being aware of how you feel and that conversation that you have with yourself, like after the fact, we got to try to get that in the front. <laughs> Somehow we got to try to get that to the front of the act. Don't take some, <laughs> some trial and error, but, uh. And knowing that you're allowed to feel like it's okay for everybody to have the feelings that they have, but you know, you just have to, I mean, unfortunately these feelings come and go, like, this is just how life is. So we're going to have to figure out ways to be able to cope with literally everything or you're just not going to be functional like you have to figure out a way to cope you have to if your coping is punching the pillow then your coping is punching the pillow but we i recommend out working out <laughs> go for a run do massages something i feel like we always say that because like, that's what i do it's so relevant it's so so relevant like 
I just can't even believe I've missed out on this many years of just non-movement that could have improved so much more of my life. Like my quality of life would have been completely different in my twenties if I was active. I was a slug <laughs> until I turned 30. And I, Same. yeah. I hit 30. I was like, all right, time to get in the gym. <laughs> yeah, I hit 30. And I, I just, I decided that I don't want to, I don't want to look like this no more. And I didn't realize that it was going to actually spill over in other areas of my life. But I think part of being, you know, just self-regulation in general is being active because you're, there's so many hormones that you're Mm -hmm. releasing. There's so much stress that you're getting rid of. And the more stressed you are, the more likely you are to pop off and just be more emotional in a negative way. And And also talking about it, like I even tell students, but I think it goes for adults too, like talking about whatever it is that's bothering you to um, somebody that you can trust with your information, (laughs) you know, even if it's something simple, but just. (laughs) 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 The funny thing is, I don't think that's going to pick up on your help. It doesn't. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, it's just, I can't, this is, <laughs> let's switch gears here. We need to move up. <laughs> yeah. Let that be the next episode. Is that done? Is that over? <clears throat> nope. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. As we were saying. <laughs> oh, MG. Go. <laughs> we are Shame. laughing because we're having some sort of background issue. Okay. <laughs> Either way, that y'all probably will never even hear or know about, and y'all just I think hope we're crazy. It's not on there. Well, we'll listen back to it. We'll see if, if it is, whatever. If it ain't, whatever (laughs) emotional intelligence is controlling how you react to external stimulus so we did not handle that very maturely (laughs) didn't handle that very well um we did a lot going on we could have tackled him for that (laughs) true but we can't carry on we can't we couldn't carry on but it's over now it's fine um, <clears throat> so how do you improve emotional intelligence? How do you do it? Well, before I was really interrupted, I was saying that, um, being able to talk about it with somebody is, um, one way. And I think just because you're getting the, your feelings and your emotions and everything out, that's if it's something that's bothering you, or if it's something that's exciting, you don't want to keep that to yourself either. But, um, just getting that out. And sometimes you can get feedback from people that you, you know, talk to, especially in group therapy. Um, <laughs> but you can also listen, listen to um, people. And <laughs> thank you. People with low emotional intelligence, they don't normally voice their feelings. So um, in order to raise it again, it's just, you know, expressing yourself. And this is where it, I realized that my emotional intelligence is not that high because I really keep a lot in. Well, I don't. So does that mean that I have higher? You, you, does it mean I'm you have very little self-regulation at work in particular. 
That's the only place I get tried. Touche. <laughs> I have like a a complex. Maybe we could talk about this in a different episode, but I have just like this complex of feeling that I need to assert my, or not even assert, I have to defend my uh, dignity because I'm disrespected. Um, but that goes back to the top, feeling like you're judged or. But what if I actually am? It's not even a feeling, it's just like actual like judgment and attack i think people with high emotional intelligence don't care what other people think about them even if it's somebody who controls their who like controls like it's usually a much well you don't want to be disrespected but also but right it's not like he's and i was disrespected so i'm like how how would i emotionally intelligently have handled certain things if i was like well it depends on the situation like the argument i understand but like I don't know. I don't have emotional intelligence. <laughs> the wrong book. I could deal with people at work though because they but they don't get like loud and disrespectful with you. For some reason they feel like that's okay with me and that's why I'm always on defense mode because I'm like what about this just gave you the impression that that was okay. So then I have to automatically I can't you just back check them one time and then you're good. Not necessarily. Because I was in constant battle with this person. If it's a coworker, I'm like, who are you? But you can, but I, I have this little has... Bill book, Bill Cosby. <laughs> and I read it to my students, I don't care. Um, it has a good message. <laughs> but it talks about the meanest thing to say. And it talks about this, um, pretty much teach it, this father teaching his son emotional intelligence because he was trying to teach him not to give in when people were bothering him. Now I understand like, you're not gonna let somebody walk all over you. Like that's right. a different story, but also you don't have to respond to everything. Like that takes so much energy. Like it takes more energy for you and your response to those situations than it does for his, whatever he's projecting onto you. Okay. Because sometimes you can just be like, all right. <sighs> I can't let you get loud with me and disrespectful. I can't do it. I don't know. And perhaps he wants that reaction. Are you? I Maybe know, he got it. But I don't know. I mean, the thing sometimes is, it's about protecting your own like peace. The thing like, is, it's also a person that's able who who will actively and who has actively thrown me under the bus to upper management who can like. So then you go talk to so upper I'm management and tell them that this is what the story is. Oh yeah, that's what happened. So I that's filed it. a complaint on him because I was like, uh, I feel discriminated against. I'm the only black person on my team and I'm the only one being treated this way. Tell me otherwise, I'll wait. And they were like, oh no. Yeah, it was like an inclusion. Not the D word. <laughs> so, I mean, they went and talked to him and he was much nicer after that, but he still was, he, I still knew how he felt. He still knew how I felt. We just ain't deal with each other, so which is fine. You can't take it out. I mean, and that's fine. But as long as I'm not, as long as I'm not being disrespected, you don't have to like me. I don't care. I just don't want to be you're not gonna just come up and talk to me any kind of way. And I don't care who you are. If you're my superior, if you're my colleague, if you are the president of the United States, I will need to check you. <laughs> don't. I'm 
see, I'm working on myself, but emotions all down place. Down. Um, so other ways of improving your emotional intelligence, choosing logic over emotion, which is again, how we just talked about when we are dating and you're like, you know, you date somebody and then it goes bad and you go back and then you're like, goes bad and you go back. <laughs> and it's like, oh, okay. Um, I already know what's about to happen. You know, most that's the, the logic time, part of you, but. I don't, I think most of the time when that kind of scenario happens, it's not necessarily because it's like, I love this person. It's because nobody has, you're not doing anything else. And it's so easy to go and occupy your time with something that's comfortable. Not that it makes any sense. But, but not even not, just that, even if you're dating multiple people. It's just a series of poor decisions, I think. Because sometimes there is not occasionally, yeah, there, there is occasionally the time where it's like an emotional, a, a, an emotional tie to this person where it's like, mm -hmm. I really care about this person. It's really hard for me to let them go. But a lot of the time, in my case, a lot of the time it's, I'm home every single Saturday. I'd like company sometimes. <laughs> and then company presents itself. So you go and you hang out with company and then you're like, why did I do that? Cause why? So that conversation that you have with yourself after needs to be in the front. That way you can avoid certain situations. You can avoid like, the emotion. This is dumb. I'll be there at eight. And then you and go, then there, you and go in there and you're like, all right, I'm going to have in my head that this is dumb. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to keep it right at the forefront. And then you're like, I'm dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Some kind of way it goes from this is dumb to I'm dumb. And then I don't, then it just gets unhealthy. So, um, uh, yeah. so choose logic over the emotion. Okay. And it's trying. Um, we read that it's, you know, it's obviously harder for people that um, are feelers, you know, that choose that lead with their feeling functions um but it definitely can prevent you know any misunderstandings or any feelings or emotions that you want to avoid now obviously if it's something that you want to feel then you know go for it but um if it's an emotion that you're trying to avoid like nobody really likes to be angry all the time or nobody really likes to be sad so you know those emotions those type of emotions you can try to use logic instead to make that emotion minimized, if possible. Um, don't take things personally. I am not the one to say this because <laughs> I take everything personally. I'm like, that was an attack on me, wasn't it? Yeah, um, don't take things personally because sometimes people have issues that ain't got nothing to do with you. Most times. Most times, but on the flip side, that person needs to be emotionally intelligent enough to not be projecting on everybody that they come across. So everybody needs to work on their own crap and figure out what the root of the actual issue is and address that and not project that frustration or that anger or that whatever discomfort or disrespect, whatever the case is on other people. And then people won't take it personally. Yeah. It's, it's hard for me to think, going back to my situation, it's hard for me to think man, maybe he's just having a bad day. Well, God dang it, right. maybe I was too. <laughs> so what makes you think that I should care what you're going through on your side when you're blatantly being a, being mean to me? Of course, but most times take in those situations, I don't ne necessarily think like they're having a bad day. When I think about having more to do with you're them, miserable. I think about, yeah, like there's something internally that they're struggling with that it's is causing them racism. to project. 
he's racist. I mean, that's his issue. <laughs> and misogynistic, I'm sure. Because the next in line was actually a freaking white person, but it was a girl. And I was like, okay, so did I have the double negative going against me or? You always have the double negative. I always have double negative. Depending Until on society takes over. Yay. I mean, until we take over society. <laughs> yeah, until society takes over. They already took over. That's a problem. Um, yeah, they might not have nothing to do with you, what they're going through, but these hands are rated E for everybody. So. And if you're the problem, stop projecting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna that is why it's important to be aware of yourself and your own emotions because at times you could be the problem and, and you don't even know it knowing your your triggers because yeah. somebody could have said something to you that triggered you that still ain't have nothing to do with that person <laughs> they don't know what you've been through <clears throat> and then you just pop off like what that, so basically just know how you're feeling at all times yeah, basically. As soon as you wake up, how am I feeling right now? <laughs> yeah. That's actually part of the Calm app. Tell yourself how you're that. feeling, actually. You can, you wake up and it's like, I'm in a crappy mood. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Wake up and be, be like, intentional. I'm in a crappy mood right in this moment, but after I brush my teeth and wash my face, guess what? But you know what? I read, I read like a meme or something. I don't know if it was a meme, it was something I read. And, um, it was talking about how sometimes people that like try to avoid certain emotions. What did it say? It said something about people that like try to keep the peace all the time mm -hmm. are avoiding their emotions, mm -hmm. which could be. Mm -hmm. So at the same time, when you're trying to like avoid being sad and avoid being angry it's like you're not expressing yourself to the point that you well are. i think there's a, a difference between and that's what i had to explain to mama i think there's an, a difference between optimism and realism with a mm -hmm. hint of optimism because you wake up and you're just in a bad mood like you freaking got stuck in traffic whatever you can say in that moment right right here I'm in this moment i'm i'm really like it's like, like angry. I'm just really annoyed and I'm really aggravated, but you can also say, all right, I'm going to give myself till lunchtime to change this mood around. Like what's going right in my day or whatever. And I'm again, not the right person <laughs> to say this because something, the littlest thing can just ruin my entire day. And I'm just like, because we focus so much on the negative. Like, yeah. You miss all the positives that happen that day for that yeah. one negative thing. So like you can acknowledge what you're feeling in that moment, but letting it consume more time than it needs to is, is a choice, right? Instead of being reactive, be proactive. That's proactive mm -hmm. right there. Um, observe how you react to people. Mm -hmm. Cause again, you could be projecting <laughs> or maybe you're just a douche, but don't be. So <laughs> just, just take, mental notes like I ain't have to say that yeah I ain't have to I ain't even have to say that <laughs> I mean we've all been there it's like you know what that was that was rude and I'm, I'm sorry I didn't, I didn't have to say that apologize apologize emotionally intelligent people apologize mm -hmm. um take responsibility for your actions so apologize <laughs> <laughs> and examine how your actions um affect others so how do you think you handle your stressful situations? I think we Terribly. talked about this on the last episode, but 
Yeah, I um, it depends on the stressful situation. Uh, first of all, I'm gonna cry, <laughs> and everything else is secondary. Um, who I let see me cry is also variable because I don't just burst out into tears. Go answer that dog Don't go answer. That. Oh my goodness! They just the it, it can't be. Did my pants feel like? Let's see who this is. It's hey, been invited, man. Hi. We're recording a podcast. So. Oh hey! <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you vaccinated? Yeah. We vaccinated. We all out the window. Oh my god. Listen, we we oh straight. Oh, you bought us some green. You bought us some collard greens. You grow green. Oh, y'all growing collard greens? Yes. Daddy, your brother here. Won't you look at that? That is our uncle. Thank you. With some fresh collard greens, fresh out his backyard. I think that's beautiful. This episode, by the way, is freaking hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and close on out. We record one of our little podcasts, chat. I'm gonna go ahead and close it out though. We wrapping up. Could you see us through the window? Oh, oh, really? Um, I was about to say, I'm pretty sure you can see us this one up. Yeah, so we're talking about emotional intelligence today. Emotional intelligence. Yes. Do you feel like you're emotionally intelligent? As a James, do you feel like you're emotionally intelligent? Emotional intelligence. Yeah, just kind of being in touch with your emotions. Or like, not in touch with them, but like, being able to control them. We got a board mission because oh, they about to about to cut up. <laughs> what you looking at? Well, we done. We're gonna go ahead and wrap that up. So, are we done? Did we give the tip? I'm sorry. We didn't give the tip, but that was really funny. Did y'all see my pants? They probably saw your pants. It's fine. I'm just glad you have someone. It's fine. This is every Zoom call that has happened in the last year and a half. So I handle my stressful situations terribly. I cry um, depending on how angry I am. I turn to halt. Whatever, you know? How do you? I um, cry and <laughs> I meditate and I practice self-care. I practice self-care sometimes. When I get time, I write. And that's therapeutic, but I don't get time. So I know that's the thing. Like I would like to be on the beach more. Like just I think we should do that. I think we should go on the beach more. I think we're going to the beach next week. I'm, I'm ready. Vaccinated, ready to go. Vaccinated and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No. <laughs> all right give us a tip what's the tip name? just the tip is um we're all just gonna hold hands and jump into a therapy session <laughs> i think that's a great idea we need to figure out ways to raise our emotional intelligence i have so. to find another therapist 
I've kind of been like, I'm scarred from that whole experience. Hope y'all don't hate it. No, I'm sure they do. It's fine. This is just ghetto Um, Yeah, so we're going to hold hands and all go to therapy. Number one. Number two, um, sometimes you're the problem. So identify your own emotions and your own triggers, okay? Because if everybody can't be having a problem and nobody is the problem. I was like, but do you feel like you're emotionally intelligent? I was like, emotional intelligence. Like, you watch this podcast. I think he out. is. Yeah. He is. Daddy's not. Yeah, that's what I asked as a, as a James. How do you He feel? is. He's probably the most. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else has. Yeah, 100%. And that's why we like this. But anyway. I'm like, I got from my mom's side. We're very, very, very emotional people. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> the podcast from hell. Um, yeah. Basically, there's a quote that says, "I'll work on me for you if you work on you for me." And just, I mean, obviously, you want to work on yourself for yourself mm-hmm. first and foremost. But before you go into partnerships and stuff like that, and relationships, I think it's a good um, thing to have in your head to just kind of start. Um, figuring out how to interact with people and being in touch with your emotions because they're going to bring out a side of you that you probably didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to be able to handle that in a healthy way. Right. Um, and I remember um, when my fr- a friend of mine got married, she was saying how like health is like the most important thing, one of the most important things that you can give to your partner, your health. Like yes. being a healthy person. And, and that's mentally and physically. Right, because I believe that it was mostly physical health that she was talking about but you know in recent years they've been married for I don't know how many years now but in recent years you know as mental health starts becoming more and more you know in the limelight um it's national uh, mental health awareness month but um yes you see my lime green but yeah so you know just I think mental health should definitely be included in that because people crazy and people you know outside of your house are crazy which causes yeah. craziness in your house it's like you have to be able to identify and take care of yourself and understand what your triggers are and you know especially if you're in a relationship because now you're including somebody else in your right in your junk don't be bringing baggage don't bring me extra baggage i got my own i got my own issues so yeah, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up because yeah. there's a lot going on in the living room. Like it, before, it was in the room or on the way back and forth. Now it's just right now. So he's coughing up loans and stuff in the bag. Got the washer going. Got some collard greens though. We apologize, but um, <laughs> we got some collard greens though. <laughs> some fresh, fresh from like organic collard greens. I'm gonna have to hook them up for collard greens now. Yeah, it's so. That's our plug. What else are they growing? Anyways, to be continued. Thanks for listening, guys. See you guys later. Thanks for joining us. Remember, feel free to slide in our DMs with topics or questions you'd like to chat about. It go down in a DM. Hey. It go down in a DM. It go. It go down. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Your support really means a lot to us. Next time. (laughs) Bye, y'all.